brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome to the Daily Smith's Weekly World Devotional Podcast. My name is Victoria Eyok, I'm a Christian blogger, author of Mission for Jesus the Blog. I am blessed and honored to be your host for this podcast. So, without further delay, let us start with prayer. Father, our God Almighty, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords, we're about to study your word right now. We pray that as we listen to the scriptures and to the teaching that goes with it, that your Spirit Himself will instruct us so that our lives are going to be transformed for the glory and honor of your name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. The title of today's teaching is The Life of God Within Us. The Life of God Within Us. We will read John chapter 1, John chapter 1, verse 3, which is our key verse for today, and additionally, we'll read Galatians chapter 3, from verse 1 to verse 14. We're reading from the New King James Version as usual, so let us start with John chapter 1, verse 3. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. Now, Galatians chapter 3, from verse 1 to verse 14. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Before you were ve- your very eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish after beginning by means of the Spirit? Are you now trying to finish by means of the flesh? Have you experienced so much in vain if it really was in vain? So again, I ask, does God give you His Spirit and work miracles among you? By the works of the law or by you believing what you heard? So Abraham believes God and he was credited to him as righteousness, understanding that those who have faith are children of Abraham. Scripture foresaw that God will justify the Gentiles by faith and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you, so those who rely on faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. For all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse, as it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. Clearly, no one who relies on the law is justified before God, because the righteous will live by faith. The law is not based on faith, on the contrary, it says, The person who does these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So what do we have to do to have the life of God manifest in us? The title of this teaching is The Life of God Within Us. And all things were made through him, all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made, John chapter 1, verse 3, which is our key verse for today. So today we're going to talk about what we have to do to have the life of God manifest in us. Um, I'm not saying that this is an exhaustive list and that I have said everything in here. I'm just saying that I picked from the Smith Figures World Devotional for today a few pieces of information on how to make sure that the life of God within us is really manifested. The very, very first point is you have to believe the word. You know, we entered into the kingdom of God by faith and we remain in the kingdom by faith. So you had to believe first the word of God that He that the Lord Jesus paid the price for your forgiveness, for the forgiveness of your sins, so that you can be saved and that you can spend eternity with Him. It's by believing the, the word that you entered as a child of God, that entered the kingdom of God as a child of God. And it's by still by believing the word of God that you are going to to operate in the kingdom so 
we have to believe the word. If you want the life of God to manifest in you, you have to believe the word. You are begotten by the word, so you have to believe the word. You have to believe that whatever he says will come to pass, and that is God's word. You have to hold on to the word of God. You have to decide that this is true, the truth, and this is what you're going to live by. This is the standard over which you are going to build your life. Another thing is that you have to know that unbelief is a sin. I know that we do not talk about this a lot, probably in church. Like everything, you know, the verse which says that everything that's not full of conviction is is sin. And you know, the verse which says that the just shall live by faith. Right? You like you if you want to live like the life of God really manifest in you. You have to understand that unbelief is sin. I know that at times we really take it for granted or I don't know we really underestimate what unbelief can cost but to tell you the truth unbelief can cost you everything it can cost you your salvation because if you do not believe that Jesus paid the price for the forgiveness of your sins you cannot be saved unbelief can cost you your miracles because the bible says that the one who doubts he shouldn't expect to receive anything from God a God is good he's gonna give what you ask but if you do not believe you're not gonna take it you're not gonna receive it because the Bible says, ask and, and you should receive, like, and you know, the word receive there is, it's not like pa- a passive word. If you go and look in the, the Greek word, the strong concordance for the Greek word, you understand that the word is not passive. It is an active word. You take because it is yours. You're taking it. So the, the word for receive there is not, it's not just like receiving, receiving passively, but it's taking it because it's yours. And you know, the scripture which says the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, but the violent and the violent take it by force. If you do not take it, you know, you have to take it. And if you, don't, if you do not even believe that God made it available for you, how are you going to take it? So you have to really know, to identify the fact that unbelief is sin. And to decide that you're going to believe God, whatever the case. Another thing so that the life of God is really manifested in you. Is you must understand that Christ must increase and you must decrease. Look at John 3, chapter 30. He is to have the preeminence over every other thing in your life. It means that you have to push behind the desires of the flesh. You have to push behind the desires of destruction. Everything that does not glorify him and he must come first. He must increase and you must decrease. You have to die to self. As Mitrigus what says here, death for life. That is a price to pay for the manifested power of God through you. If you live by the flesh, if you live by your feelings, if you live by your emotions, if you live by everything other than the word of God, you're not going to experience the power as you're supposed to experience it. But when you die to self, and I love the way Pastor Kerber usually says, like you really die to self, you get out of the way so that God can do his thing. This way, you you'll see the manifested power of God through you. So we really have to die to self, die to offense, die to pride, die to, die to everything that is not of God, die to anger, die to, die to distraction, die to all those things which do not glorify God and which are not of God. And another thing here is we must remain in a strong, resolute resting on the authority of the word of God. We must have one great desire and purpose to do what he says. It means that whatever happens, whatever the challenges are, whatever you are tempted to do, it must always be your first desire to obey the word of God and you must always put the authority of the word of God above everything else. I will take for example like sexual immorality. There's so many people in the world who live by sexual immorality. It has become their God, their idol, but you as a believer you know the word of God. You know that God's word is against it. So even when they come to like tempt you or question you, you know that you your life rests on the authority of the word of God. So since your life rests 
upon the authority that is in the word of God. You know that since God's word says no to this, it is a no, it is a big no. And even if you ever made a mistake and you ever did the wrong thing, you confess it to God, you repent and you turn back. Repenting is really changing that repenting is really changing direction and changing attitude and not doing the same thing. Some would try to convince you that because you did it once, you, you can never get out of it or you're always going to do it, but that's not true. The fact that you made one mistake doesn't mean that you have to make it a lifestyle of sin. If sin happens in your life, it has to be an event, not a lifestyle. Not a lifestyle. So if it happens, you confess, you repent, you change direction completely, and you get back to obeying the word of God. You stand on the authority that is in the word of God, and you stand against that thing. And it's not because you failed once that you cannot have a stance on it today. The fact that you've made a mistake before doesn't mean that you do not have the right to still condemn and judge that sin. You're not judging the people, you're judging the sin, you're judging judging the spirit behind it, judging the attitude behind it, judging everything that does not glorify God. And you must have one great desire to do always, to always do what he says. So when he says that do not, like, do not condone the works of darkness, but condemn them, expose them, this is what you're supposed to do, even if it's something that you did in the past, even if you did it when you were already a believer. The fact that you repented still gives you the right and the duty as a believer to stand against those things and to declare that it is wrong and to do the right thing. You're supposed to do the right thing and to keep obeying the word. So let me summarize a few things we said about how to have the life of God manifesting you. You have to believe the word, to hold on to the word, to know that whatsoever he says will come to pass. You have to know that unbelief is a sin and you have to choose to always walk in faith, to walk by faith. And Christ must increase and you must decrease. So you have to die to self. You have to die to self. Death for life. That is the price to pay for the manifested power of God through you. And you must always remain in a strong, resolute resting on the authority of the word of God. Whatever he says you should do, you do it. Because your only purpose is to do whatever he says. So let us go to the quote for today. I have a living faith within my earthly body. I have a living faith within my earthly body. Let us pray. Father, Lord God Almighty, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, I thank you so much for your goodness and your faithfulness. Lord, we come before you right now to ask for forgiveness for the areas of our lives and the times where we lived in unbelief and for the areas in which we did not die to self. Father, we pray for your mercy, for your goodness, and for your faithfulness, and we surrender ourselves entirely to you, Lord God Almighty pray that you help us to align our lives so that you and to die to self so that your power is going to be your power is going to be manifested through us in jesus christ's name for the glory and honor of your name amen now that we have prayed we will say goodbye to each other uh before we say goodbye i would like to say if you've been blessed and edified please share this with other people do not listen to this alone bless somebody else with these teachings Another thing I would like to say is if you have questions, if you have comments, if you have prayer requests, whatever, you can contact me on social media, on my different social media accounts. Uh, my name is Victoria Eok, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Twitter, yeah, on TikTok and what's the other thing? Instagram, sorry. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, any social media, like most of the social media, like... Uh, platforms I'm, on, I'm I'm there I have an account there I'm available there you can contact me for prayer requests questions and everything related to the Bible so thank you so much God bless you and goodbye